It's called the MacGuffin Report. Movies, TV, American culture. You in? From LA, the MacGuffin Report. Produced by Inclusive Media. film caused trauma to a young mind i've never been a huge believer in this um just you know causing psychological trauma to kids by seeing a scary movie or um you know scary tv show or whatever now maybe that makes me a bad parent now look i had (laughs) (laughs) seriously i had uh you know this experience when i was a kid everybody has that movie that they watch on tv or maybe go to the movies and see and they shouldn't have seen because they're too young for me it was crazily enough it was invasion of the body snatchers uh, the donald sutherland version and leonard Leonard nimoy is in that too yeah that's a freaky freaking movie if you're a young kid that's still pretty good it's still okay but uh you know but and then but then you hear stories like how British kids love Doctor Who because it scares them, you know, or why do kids love to go on amusement park rides? Like, why do you love the roller coaster? I mean, to some extent, kids especially kind of like thrive on that fear. I mean, healthy fear. You don't want the fear where it's like there's another drive by. You don't want that kind of fear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You want it to be contained and compartmentalized, like at the cinema, like at the comfy home where you go, oh my God, there's that slasher person, but there's the cat right over there. No problem. You know, and plus I think too that kids these days spend so much time on screen that it's just like, it's almost like they're desensitized, but not in a bad way. It's like they can separate when they're watching something from like, you know, reality. So I think, I just think they're better at that. Younger kids are, I hope so. <laughs> because Except like, those, I, uh, like I said, I'm a libertarian with my kids. So um, maybe in some cases it would, but you know, in such cases, you know, buyer beware. <laughs> what can you say? Mm. You know, just don't let it happen more than once. You know, if your kid can't handle scary movies, you know. I mean, it was like that with my kid when she was really young. You know, my, my older daughter, she's a daredevil. She's loved horror since I don't even remember when, and amusement park rides and all that stuff. The younger one, she's a bit more sensitive. But you know what? She grew out of it. We kept her out of it for a little while. And then she said, hey, I kind of want to see this horror movie. And she watched it. And, you know, it was tough, but she didn't have nightmares and all that crap. You know, just like adjust to the situation, parents. Come on now. <laughs> be responsible. I'm going to differ because I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, really? Not, not okay, all kids no. are the same. Not all kids are the same. Yes. What works for your kids may not work with other right. kids. Um, there was a time, I saw The Exorcist as a, I think I saw it in junior high or high school. I don't remember exactly when. But I that wasn't the first horror movie I saw. The first horror movie I saw that I remember, uh, that I saw in the theater was Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Wow. And... I remember with your group of friends, you got to go because it's your friends. And, oh, it's a cool thing to do yeah. Yeah, to yeah. watch a horror film. Yeah. But I remember having nightmares of Freddy Krueger like for about a week. Not every day, but for about a week. Now, I would, that must be rough, too, because that's the premise of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> that comes, exactly. That he comes that's to the, the hard part. part. Wow. That's the hard part. Okay, that, that one's rough. That can't, one. can't disprove that one. No. Now, yeah, you can't. It's like, oh, wait, 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 wait a minute. What, what's this? Uh, wait, now, is this real? That's the, that's the hard part with the dreams, you know? 
But like, would I classify that as PTSD? No, I wouldn't classify it as PTSD. Now, some children are daredevils. I'm the antithesis of a, of a daredevil. So I, for me, as an adult, I don't get along with horror movies at all. Um, but I think some, some people are able to comp- compartmentalize it. I think, but for me, when I sleep, everything's free game. You know, every, everything is out there. And so Exorcist, I remember when I watched it, I thought, I'm, I'm a veteran now of horror films. <laughs> I've now seen the first Nightmare on Elm Street with Johnny Depp. Uh, and I've seen like, uh, the I think, what was the other one? Um, Halloween, Friday the 13th. But then when I saw Exorcist, that really just kind of struck a thing with me. Like I was like, whoa. Yeah. This is this is uh, a different level, uh, like horror film. And then I saw movies that actually scared me, which was this is a silly one, but Spellbinder with Tim Daly. It's about Satanists, and the reason that really scared me was I thought this could be real, like mm. it wasn't because there was no like um, monster that came out. It was about Satanism and how they get converts and all that. And I thought, oh, this this is that was scary. Did that give you nightmares and stuff? Did, Did that it give you nightmares? It just when I was when I would think about it, I would get scared. Wow. Yeah, because I thought this could because it, what it what it what it made you think was it, a Satanist. Anyone could be a Satanist, trying to get you, and that's kind of what the movie was about. Well, okay, you know, but, it, okay, but look, you're you're a psychologist. You're not a parental psychologist. No, you're no, not no, a child psychologist. Okay, but isn't again, isn't there some element of okay? Parents address the issue. You address the issue, right? Yes. You don't go see horror movies. No, right? as, a, as individuals, yeah. But I, I think mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would shudder at the thought of like painting it all with the same brush, saying no, like, no, oh, no. yeah. But no, I think, I'm yeah, you're that. right, though, in the sense of um, parents, you got to you gotta kind of be able to feel your kid out. Yeah. It's a case-by-case yeah. case yeah. situation. Yeah. If one kid gets scared, doesn't mean the other one's not going to get scared. Um, so it's just kind of, I feel like it's one of those. PTSD, I think the, there's, there's people that when they look at these things, even though they, may not, they know it's not real, they feel it's real, and which is different than believing it's real. And then so from there... That's the effectiveness th- of the film, yeah. medium, right? If the film is doing its job, they should feel something. Yeah. And it's a horror movie, they're going to feel fear. Feel okay, something. fair enough. But I again, think- isn't there something in... Okay, you're a psychologist. Explain that. Why do kids like to be scared? Why do adults like to be scared? Why uh, do we like the thrill ride? It's fun. And also, there's a group mentality involved. If you're with your friends, you're like, let's go watch yeah, this. Yes, oh, yeah, it's okay. going to be cool. But then you can't say, uh, nah, I'm scared. I ain't going to go. Because then it's like, oh, then you, you know, you're, you're a little, you're a little yeah. girl or yeah. you're a little boy or whatever. You're being a little bo- you know, baby. So I think there, there's that, that that's involved. But I also think like if you look at PTSD, not just with wars, but let's say you get mugged. You can yeah. still get PTSD from that in the sense of you hear a loud noise and you think you're going to get mugged. Yeah. Or you see a guy coming around the corner or a girl coming around the corner a little too fast. Mm-hmm. You can get PTSD that way. Yeah. So in that kind of sense of PTSD, I think there are people from horror films that can get it in the sense of, well, I don't want to sleep with the lights off now. But just for tonight, because I just saw this movie and everything happens in the dark. Like, and I don't want that. And so they leave every light on. I think that's a form of PTSD. I mean, it may not be like a major, like where a little tick makes you go crazy. But I, I really, I do think there are certain effects, but people as adults, I don't know about kids, but as adults, you knowingly go into a horror film, um, realize that, understand that they could happen. Like where you're not going to be able to sleep with your lights off. Right. You sort of kind of hope that it does. Yeah. Cause there's, there is, and then there's, here's the thing with mothers. There's that they they don't mind their kids watching horror films because now their children are running to them and they can comfort and protect <laughs> their children. There's that feeling. There's that feeling of being wanted and needed. That I think certain um, parentals 
may may really? may miss. You know, I'm not so sure. When I was a kid, I uh, happened to catch some of Chucky, and my parents were not happy with me crawling into their bed in the middle of the night, sleeping yeah. between them. Well, they well, were like, "That's a little bit different." Oh my gosh, they wanted happy fun time, and you interrupted that. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, no. But, this was at like 4 a.m. in the morning. There's no happy that, fun time happening, that, especially when oh, you're a parent of three kids. You and your boyfriend. Uh, what, what I mean is, though, is that <laughs> there there is a certain there's a certain point in parenting where you have three kids. The You'll kids see. don't need they they don't need their parents anymore. They don't want their parents to be there. And then so I think there is a certain like, I don't want to say nostalgia because it's not like it was a long time ago, but there's a certain like once the parent realizes they're not needed anymore, they, they, they miss that. You miss that feeling. So there's okay, that certain sure, thing yeah, like, yeah. you know, oh, my kid's running to me and I can, I can comfort my child because they haven't been able to comfort their child for like the past whatever year because they're in junior high now or, or like whatever. They're in big fifth grade. They don't need to be comforted anymore. So I think there's a certain element of that involved. I don't. I don't necessarily believe that parents plan to have their kids watch horror films just so they can, you know, come to them and, and, and for safety. But I think there there's a certain thing there, and we all look at it as harmless fun. But I think there are a select percentage of people where they just cannot go into sure. a horror film because. It, it just ruins their lives for the okay, next Okay, so week don't do week. that. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Again, there yeah. is a, there's like, a personal responsibility. There is a responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. There's no trickery. Like, if you yeah. go in thinking it's a romantic comedy, it's a horror film, yeah. that's not fair. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's why they marketed Get Out like they did. Maybe, which yeah. Which is a notion I'm obsessed with. Maybe they didn't want somebody going, oh, I thought this was a romantic comedy, a comment <laughs> on black-white relationships. Yeah. But, yeah, you don't want to bait and switch a horror movie. But then, yeah, you know, yeah, I guess. Marketers don't always get it right. Yeah, that. No, you know, it's true. You Absolutely. know, like uh, what, what the last action hero? They didn't oh, get that wow. right. This was it. The Stepford Wives with Nicole Kidman. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was, didn't get that right. That was um, just to name a few. Yeah, but they don't always get it right. Um, but yeah, but yeah, no, I, I think that there can be. I didn't know you were a psychologist. I'm not a psychologist. I, I just I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. <laughs> oh, he's got a degree. Oz called you a psychologist, so I was like, hold up, what? Yeah, I mean, I, I call myself that too, but like. <laughs> I don't get paid to be a psychologist. Right. I was going to say. I only play one on stage. Uh. <laughs> um, I was going to say that I don't think that horror films can cause PTSD, but I mean, we have the psychologist over here telling us otherwise. <laughs> the resident so. psychologist. Right. Yeah. Who am I to say? I, guess I have no psychology <laughs> degree, but if, you know, if the symptom of leaving your lights on and not going to sleep counts as PTSD, then that sounds like. It might be able to. It certainly, some scary movies have caused said PTSD to a very small degree. Yeah, I, mm. I don't by any means want to belittle anyone that has PTSD, but um, if that counts as a symptom, then yes, I guess I have. Um, I think it certainly can trigger PTSD, but again, that's kind of like we were talking about the personal responsibility. If you know that certain things trigger you, do your best to avoid them. Um, can a horror film cause trauma to a young mind? And again, we have to ask here, like, what is trauma? Especially, it's May, so it's Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, but <laughs> having my first horror movie that I watched was actually, it wasn't Chucky. Chucky, I caught a little bit of it on TV when I was, like, maybe five. And that was awful. For a good, well, I'm sure it was totally for sanitized. A good <laughs> week, at least. No, I was, I've just been scared of dolls ever since. just don't like dolls. <laughs> I don't. Um, but See, my but that's still with you, though, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it, so movies are a powerful... They are powerful, yeah. yeah. Whether or not it's clinical PTSD, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, like, I, don't, I, I don't know if it's clinically... But I, I feel like... Yeah, that yeah, was what I was simply, addressing. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's clinical or not. Yeah. To, yeah. 
put it in context. But um, the first horror movie I ever saw, start to finish, was the Japanese version of The Grudge, Juon. Oh, good lord. Yeah. You picked a good one. I did. <laughs> no, I, we, uh, I, I watched it. I was subjected to it because during Halloween in high school for our Japanese class, we decided that week we weren't going to, we were still going to have homework, but we weren't going to have lessons. We would just watch Juon. Oh. <laughs> I can't tell you how many hours of sleep I lost. Like, it's scary looking in crawl spaces, or if you're driving at night looking between your feet, like, under the steering wheel. Oh, my God. Horrifying. Yeah. Could not sleep. I just, I, I don't, I know that when we watch horror films, our uh, heartbeat tends to raise. We have adrenaline bursts. We have a lot of, there's a lot of dopamine that's released, which is why some people really, really enjoy horror films, whether or not they're thrill seekers, but some people just really enjoy it and want to go back for more. And there was that, you know, that experience of having something like that with your friends where there's a controlled amount of trauma with people. It bonds you together. Mm -hmm. And some people really are attracted to that. And I totally understand and respect that. I am not one of those people. I thought I was in college, and I watched a I watched a few more other Asian horror films. Like I think I watched we watched One Miss Call, we watched um, oh my gosh, I can't I'm blanking on the names right now, but just a a few more of those. And I was like, I I kind of get it watching horror films with your friends, like your really close friends. I get it. We did become better friends afterwards, but I was just, is it worth it? Mm. <laughs> Not for me. There, there are other ways. I can. We'll, we'll play Mario Kart for two hours, and yeah. that'll that'll be enough. That's yeah, just as that's good better. for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, yeah, just it's just horror films, and I also do not get along because I'm, I'm not sure what it is for me, but I, it's not that I have a hard time separating like the imaginary from reality. It's just when I'm, it's that in between phase about when you're about to fall asleep and your mind can kind of trick yeah. you. My imagination runs wild AF. Yeah. So I will like, I'll, I'll be walking down the street and think like, oh, what if, you know, I just saw Shazam. Like what if Shazam were to say Shazam and a lightning bolt came crashing down? Like in my head, I will see that and I'll just amuse myself with it. I'm like, oh, that'd be pretty cool. But imagine throwing like a horror film into the mix with that like if i had just freshly watched like the ring or something yeah. so you say shazam and freddie appears sure <laughs> yeah. chucky chucky yeah. in your connection. yeah with exactly. the suit on he's got the the lightning oh my gosh yeah so yeah throw horror into the mix and it does not make for a great cocktail yeah it's like have you guys seen that um they do these it, I, it's definitely another country it's a chucky poster and then they're at a bus stop and then chucky actually comes out of the movie poster, like breaks the glass Hell no. with oh, a knife. Okay. And, and you know, it's, when you watch it, it's funny. And then after, you know, it, it, after the laughter dies down, you, I start thinking like how scary it is for those people. They're not going to be able to sit at a bus stop like that ever again because they're never going to know yeah. what's So a little Chucky actually comes out, breaks the glass and then like starts going after them. And these guys just take off. I've seen the version of that where Samara from The Ring climbs out of a TV at Best Buy. Oh, yeah. I've seen that one. Have you seen The Elevator? No. She's The Elevator, too. Oh. And, and I thought, if that was me, I would, I would hit whoever. Like, I would start punching. 
because out of fear, like what, like what is this? I throat punched someone in my family once when they rounded the a dark corner, like in my house. Like I was walking around to get like a cup of water at night, and somebody else in my family was walking around, and I'd just seen something scary, and I throat punched them. Yeah, see, simple solution: live alone. The literal uh, jump scare. <laughs> jump scare. Actual jump scare. Yeah. Literal oh, jump scare. Feel bad about that one. Yeah, no, like horror films and I, we, we don't get along. <laughs> yeah, I think the la- last one that I intentionally watched was I feel Cabin bad in the about Woods. That one. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That that was a Seinfeld regret if I've ever seen. It's like no regret at all. <laughs> wow, remind me never to turn the corner in your place, man. I know. I feel bad. I really. If you go to do. Rachel's place, walking, walking, corner, corner, yeah. walking, 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 or just just turn on your reverse signal. Beep, 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 beep. The restaurant thing behind you. Hot yes. <laughs> points, points, uh. points. <laughs> like they say on set. <laughs> But yeah, the last one that I watched was Cabin in the Woods because mm. I was told, you know, oh, this is like a Cabin play on, on horror. Awesome. It's great, I but it was it. so scary for me. It was too really? scary for me. Yeah, I don't watch oh, any of those. the 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 um, you know, not so not all of the monsters were scary, but the zombie family for some reason that did it for me. I was just like, oh, this is a little too real. I can't handle this. And then oh, Paranormal Activity. That is a that's I got to tip my hat to them. That's pretty great what they did. It's so it's yes. just just. Kind of the mere concept of it is pretty genius. Yeah, yeah. See, and, that- and a lot of the moments are genuinely scary. Like when the they have the camera going on a automatic pan throughout the house, and the parents are gone, and the kids home, and Toby is hanging out, and you see it pans over to the kitchen, and you mm-hmm. see this like a like a cartoon ghost, a sheet draped over a figure, pans back, and then the sheet drops. Right. Oh my gosh! In cons, like in theory, that doesn't sound scary. Yeah. But when you're watching it and they're going slow and milking every ounce of it, scary AF. I'm glad you brought that up because this is one of my favorite horror movies. If Scream was sort of, the Scream series was sort of this ironic look at slasher flicks. Yeah. Cabin in the Woods to me is the total deconstruction. Yeah. It is, it is the forgiven of horror flicks. If you ever saw that movie, the Western movie with Clint Eastwood. That, that could be, yeah, the Unforgiven. I'm sorry. The Cabin in the Woods could be the last of that whole genre of horror movies. I mean, they just take everything and just work it, and that's it. You could end horror with that movie. I just love that movie. And it's Joss Whedon, so it's funny, and it's got insane twists in it, like, like when the dude jumps. Uh, oh I love that. Gosh, I was totally yeah. unexpected. He tries to jump the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And that's Chris Hemsworth, R.I.P. Chris Hemsworth, yes. Yeah, Chris, yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah. R.I.P. Well, spoiler, he comes back as Thor. Yeah. No problem. Oh, no that's problem. the connection. <laughs> Got it. Got yeah, you it. didn't know that Cabin in the Woods was a Marvel movie. I didn't. Did I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that house that they're outside of at the end—that's the cabin. <laughs> that's Ren- that's Renner's home. <laughs> there you go. That's the kid from Iron Man yeah. Three. That's his home. That Tony Stark bought in the third movie. Yeah. <laughs> Good callback. <laughs> Is there such a thing as an irresponsible movie? <clears throat> Green Book. <clears throat> for for mm, horror movies, mm. I'm going to have to uh, side with uh, Oz's last response to the question. I, I think it's it's the viewer's responsibility. Now, is, is there such a thing as an irresponsible movie? I think if they're perverting lies, or not that perverting, if they're uh, spreading lies but perverting them to be the truth, I think that is irresponsible filmmaking. Uh, but as far as just like fictionalized movies, like horror movies, I think you should they should make them as scary as possible. 
mm-hmm. um, because it's up to the viewer. It's up to the viewer to decide, am I going to watch this or not watch it? I don't think there's irresponsible. Like for me, if, if I go watch, they say this is the scariest movie ever. And then Oz says, you know, it's pretty scary. And then I make the mistake of going watching it. And then I go, dude, I've, I've been up for the past two weeks. I can't it's, sleep. Damn, it's your own damn fault. That's not Oz's fault. That's not the filmmaker's fault. That's my fault because I decided to go watch the movie. Um, so, With so much information out there, yeah. you can't. Ignorance of the law is no longer an excuse. Sorry. Yeah. And you I got do, Rotten Tomatoes. You exactly. got IMDb. You got everything. You got Wikipedia. You got anything. Yeah. Anything. I, I don't think there's, yeah, unless, barring like, you know, spreading lies. Or whatnot. I, I don't think there is such a thing as an irresponsible movie. I think it's up to the viewer. Like in terms, with, with regards to this question about trauma and whatnot, and being scared, it, it's up to the viewer to like do some research. Because if he or she knows, hey, I don't get along with horror movies. You can't just walk into one thinking, oh, it's not going to be that bad. Because what if it is? Like you know, um, I, I think it's it's the viewer's responsibility. Because I, I don't I don't think we we need to dictate content this way. Like, I don't, read I don't the reviews. It. There's so yeah. many reviews out there with various amounts of spoilers in them. Find one. Yeah. Like, like, like the MacGuffin Report. Like the For MacGuffin example, Report. Yeah. It's the awesome. spoiler report. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally agree with you guys on both counts. I just think, you know, you know it's you know it's a horror film, you know what you could be walking into. That being said, it might just end up being a bad movie that's not scary. Is it the filmmaker's fault? Eh, kind of. But sometimes. sometimes, but you know, you walked into a horror film expecting a horror film. If you are too scared, maybe you should reconsider your preferences. Yes. Or, um, or, or walk out. Or walk out. Yeah. Get your money back within what is how many 50 minutes 15, or something? 15, yeah. 20 minutes. Um, that and on the point of resources, there's actually a, uh, a scary movie meter now yes. and they base it on different, um, there's different rubrics basically. So if you find slasher gore and blood to be too scary there's a scale for that Mm. if you find jump scares too scary there's a scale for that and you can find where said movie is on each scale if you find like the the kind of the spiritual ghosty uh supernatural stuff too scary there's a scale for that too um and i actually discovered this because i was like i really like to get out maybe i can handle us so I looked it up, and I was like, nope, nope, turned around, turned around and left. You know, if they follow the Roma formula of making movies, you won't be scared till after the first hour. So that 20-minute ticket that's returns. the first jump scare. Yeah, yeah after an hour, you get after a jump scare. And it's like, where's Waldo popping up? There's Waldo. Yeah, it takes a while, though. They hang on it for about five minutes. Yeah. yeah. The static shot yeah. after it hits you. Like in Paranormal Activity. Oh, there you go. Um... I, uh, yeah, I kind of agree with, with what everybody is saying. Look, the thing is, like, a lot of people, when they want to rip on Hollywood, they go, oh, they glamorize drugs slash gambling slash sex slash what else do we violence. have? Drug use slash violence. Yeah. But you know what? That's what Hollywood does. You don't complain when it glamorizes married life, but it does that too, because that's what Hollywood does. It glamorizes it. Um, when you go see a movie at the cinema, the screen is big because you're supposed to be impressed by what you're seeing. It's supposed to be like, you know, amazing you. It's and It's larger than life. Right. It's larger than life. Look, the thing is, you know, one of my favorite movies from the 1990s is Trainspotting. And I mean, you know, here's a bunch of guys who almost ruined their lives with heroin. And it looks really fun, you know, because they did the movie correctly. You know? Okay. So I don't think that, you know, stupid movies are irresponsible. I don't think horror movies are irresponsible. Well, there's one or two horror movies I could mention. I can't imagine got made, but they did. Uh, but I won't because I don't want to give any publicity. Um, 
to me, like Walter was kind of touching on, the irresponsible movies are the ones when somebody's pushing an agenda. Okay, this has been a problem and a serious problem in movies and thus greater society, because, again, film is the people's medium. Film is the American medium of art. Okay, everything from Birth of a Nation to frickin Vice. Okay, that tries to push one agenda or another. And again, it's not so much like exactly like pushing lies as truth, but it's pushing an agenda as truth, a, a philosophy as truth. You know, something, uh, you know, it's just, no, you can't, anything that's blatantly like politically one side or the other is totally irresponsible because, you know, people will believe it and you are glamorizing it. You know, you're either glamorizing, you know, JFK assassination theories or you're glamorizing the Klan or, you know, this, that or the other. You know, it's just, you can't take sides. Poli- the serious movies, the ones that play at being serious, those are the dangerous ones. The trivia is never dangerous. It's just a waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because where's the line between that and propaganda? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And film is the most, you know, effective of propaganda. Uh, you know, forget fake news on the internet. Film works way better still, I believe. You know, Joseph Stalin once said if he had Hollywood, he could rule the world. He's not far from wrong. No, it's yeah. one mm-hmm. of the main reasons why America rules the world right now. Mm-hmm. It's one of the prime reasons. You know, people in China can't wait to watch our movies. Yeah. You know, so those are the irresponsible Okay, so this week, most of us watched Us. (laughs) Us is a psychological horror film and the second movie written and directed by Jordan Peele. It was inspired by a Twilight episode called Mirror Image. It's a story of a family that goes on vacation and is confronted by their doppelgangers. In contrast to Get Out, Jordan Peele's first film that some thought wasn't a horror film, this movie gives the full-on horror film treatment. Yeah. There's certainly no question about that. I don't know. I, I was I was kind of uh, meh. I was kind of mad about this movie. Um, it really felt to me like a contractual obligation film. You know, it's wow. like you guys took a chance. You guys took a chance on my first movie. Okay, I kind of got this other idea. You know, I saw this Twilight Zone one time, for example. You know, I kind of got this idea. We can do that. And, and, you know, because, you know, it'll make a lot of money. And thank you very much. And, you know, it's not like he half-assed it or anything. It's just, I mean, it, this story does not hang together. <laughs> you know, this is, not a, <laughs> this, is, this is not a situation where it's opera or whatever. So much of this movie doesn't make sense. But so much of this movie is exquisitely filmed. Oh my God, mm. there are some shots in here that are just amazing. There's a shot when she's just coming down the elevator. You know, real simple shot, but just really nicely done. Uh, stuff at the carnival looks great. I mean, I mean, he's he, here's Jordan Peele telling us that he's an excellent filmmaker. Yeah. You know, he's a classic style filmmaker. He, he's done his homework. You know, it's kind of like when, when Tarantino got to direct Pulp Fiction. You know, here's Tarantino being a serious uh, director. Um... There was one, and, and I wanted to say a couple other things. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o was fantastic. I'm glad she got to chew a lot of scenery. Yeah. I'm glad she got to do a lot of like acting. Yes. <laughs> you know, she got to go over the top and play a real character and go over the top and do some slashing. Uh, so, so it was good, good role for her. But I thought there was one part that should go down in like 
I don't know. It's one. It's going to be one of the clips of the year, I think. Okay, so there's this bit where our heroine Lupita is at the beach. Adelaide is her character's name. She's at the beach with her talky friend. Her friend's going blah 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 blah. And at one point, okay, so she's looking out on the beach. She looks over here. She looks to the left or whatever, and she sees a bunch of boys carrying girls who are screaming Mm -hmm. into the ocean. Okay. The second thing she sees is this guy being buried in the sand. He goes, no. And he flips out and he Mm -hmm. like shakes off. And then she looks over here and she sees like a thousand seagulls all coming down on the beach. Right. Plus her son is wearing a Jaws shirt. Mm-hmm. Right in 30 seconds, he basically paid homage to every beach horror movie ever made. Mm, yeah. You know, it's really nicely done. And again, yeah. you know, here's him saying, "I know how to make a film." Yeah, <laughs> you know, this story is. Don't pay attention to this story. Look at what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because the story does not hang together at all. Did <laughs> Did you think? Uh, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Did you think the rabbits were were a reference to the favorite? I'm kidding. It, yeah. was, it wasn't. It wasn't. The, the rabbits. Well, he. Well, he. I read because I didn't. I, I read some uh, whatever interviews with Jordan, and he's saying the rabbits. Cause he's afraid of rabbits. Yes. Really? Yeah. He, he has a childhood fear of rabbits. What a strange yeah. fear. Wow. Um, I just thought when I saw the rabbits, how dirty. Because I used to have a rabbit when I was a kid, and they poop all the time. Well, they're rodents. They're yeah, rodents. They just. Yeah, and cute, I just thought the there's no. Yeah. His thing rabbit is poop. that rabbits are basically sociopaths, personality-wise. Yeah. yeah, they are. They are. They're, you they're know about crazy. the habits of a rabbit. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah, they're not nice guys. And they kick really hard. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> it hurts with the kick. You can here. scare them to death. Did you know that? No. Their heart will explode. Oh, wow. If they're too startled. Well, that's good. Then they may not run up on me. <laughs> for, for me, us, the experience of watching us helped in the, the movie. Because I uh, went to a $2 theater. And wow. it, old school seats. Where? It was in Norwalk. Oh. Wow. Old school seats where, you know, you, you have no headrest. There, there's no, you know, you don't get a button to like extend your legs out. Nothing like that. And it's, it was The popcorn slightly, popped. Yeah. Like slightly angled, <laughs> slightly angled where, you know, you know, now that the angle is like, what, a 45 degree angle, like the, the, yeah. the seats. This is like, I mean, a slight, like 10 degree angle. So the screen's up higher. It's not you're not face to face with it, and it's it's that old wide seventy millimeter widescreen, and so for me when I sat down there was those raggedy curtains on the side. Mm. When I sat down, it felt like I was in junior high watching a movie, <laughs> and it just felt good. It felt really good. Your 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 feet, uh, your shoes are st- stuck to the ground. Every time you lift them up, there's that like, like that sticky soda noise. Yeah, that, that, like really, you're, like you're the, peeling the it old off. Stick the movie everything. Stick, yeah, yeah, everything's <laughs> there. So it just felt really. good. Good. Like I felt so happy watching this film that I knew I wasn't going to get along with. Um, and then it's like, and I got there a little late, but I didn't miss much uh, because the, the it's an old theater, old school theater, and so the employees don't care what whatever happens. Uh, anyhow, so I get in, and and I and you know I I get in when um, Adelaide as a girl is going to is it was wandering off, and. Right, right, um, right. You know, and, mm-hmm. I, and not, nothing like is scary. Nothing scary that's happening for I think for quite some time. I think, and then because there's black people in the audience, I felt okay. That first scene that that got me was is when the the doppelganger family is outside the home holding hands. Yeah, of course. And then um, I was like, I I, I, ver- I vocally went, whoa. And I wasn't the only one. Like the, the black people in front of me were, they were like, oh, like they were saying some other stuff. And then when they, <laughs> and then when they when they separated. Is when I really I went whoa okay whoa like, because the way they separate they didn't just walk away like one crawls away 
And then like the way they move, it's the way they move. They don't move like regular people, oh. and so it just wasn't cool. And I was like, oh, okay, hey, hey, whoa. <laughs> wow. I'm then, already uncomfortable. Wow. Just yeah, it, about it was. And then so, and see, I don't know. Man. Yeah, and then but, so see, cheesy. Yeah, for me though, like just because I don't watch this, so for me, it's like a. It's, it's a almost like experience. the yeah, it's like the genre is almost new because I haven't seen yeah, one in a long yeah, time. Yeah. But um, see, to, we got a lot to thank our producer for in this episode, man. Yeah. And then yeah. to, 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 to add on to your, the story portion of it, the, if, you, if I cut the ending out, if I cut the ending out, then things made sense for me. But then throwing the ending in there, none of it makes sense now. Like just mm-hmm. none of it tracks. I have way more questions than I should have after watching a movie. Wow. You know, I mean like, I, well, you, I, Rachel, you're, you're going to watch this or not. I, I feel like you won't. When Adelaide's doppelganger, yeah. when she switches... My first question is, is why is she the only one? Maybe they explained it. I missed it. Why is she the only one that's able to get out? She's she was exceptional kind is my of like a messianic figure. Okay. You know, because like she was the one that was going to lead them out. But I don't see how she did. I, don't, I didn't understand how she did. No, and look. No, uh, Adelaide is the, yeah. the, the... I'm talking about the doppelganger Adelaide. Red. How was she able to get out? And why was she the only one that found the way out? And was it a, per, a matter of perfect timing? Where, because she was the regular one. No, 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 no. I'm talking about her before. doppelganger. Before she before made the switch. She oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she had this special ability. That's what they said. She was going to be the one to lead them out. She could do it. I thought they she were talking knew. about. I thought they were talking about the uh, original Adelaide, not the doppelganger. No, 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 no. They were talking about the oh, doppelganger. Okay. See, that's another. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another thing that didn't uh, track well for wow. me. Wow. Who were they talking about? See, when they yeah. were talking about, like, are they talking about Adelaide or are they talking about the doppelganger? And then you know, and I'm sure if I watch it again, a lot of these things would make maybe possibly make more sense to me. But no, um, the won't. thing where uh, was it perfect timing that the Earth Adelaide and then the the under the underworld Adelaide, the they met up at the same time. Was it perfect time? Like, I don't know what, but um, the other thing I didn't, uh, I mean, there's, there's a, I, we can go, I can yeah, go on for yeah, hours. so much abstract about yeah. it. I mean, what was, what the hell was the hands across America thing? What was that? So right? apparently, uh, allegedly, yeah, apparently it was a reference to how it failed before, but the only ones that could get it together were these doppelgangers. I, I don't, I, I didn't, I, that's what But it I was, was relatively successful the first time. I mean, it was, it, well, there were a lot of, po- there were a lot of pockets of uh, no, no, no yeah, hands across, across America. The, uh, across the desert, yeah. Death Valley and stuff. Uh, but what, <laughs> so aside from like, for me, like the, the movie aspect of it all, the performance-wise, I became a fan of Lupita. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. to me, she's I was great. like, wow. Yeah. Like, she's amazing. Uh, everyone else, Elizabeth Moss was okay. Everyone else, I thought, sucked. I, I don't like kids in, in these movies. <laughs> uh, Shazam, the kids were great. The I love those kids. The kids here, I, I thought, you guys, not only are you annoying, <laughs> but I, I felt their acting was just like, whatever. Um, the husband, I thought, unless Jordan purposely picked him because he he couldn't act well. I thought he was horrible. I just wanted him to sh- that one hmm. scene when um the 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 doppelganger is like talking in that like that I thought yeah. like that and then like her husband keeps interrupting Batman, and she's like Gus like you know just shut the f up. I was like yes, <laughs> stop talking the entire the whole movie just stop talking. Yeah, Everything dude, he did was, he was just he horrible. Was classic like every bad decision possible. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then, Lu- and then, Lupita's character made a lot of bad decisions in the movie. Sure, I thought. yeah, Just- but when you get the quote unquote twist, which I guessed about fifteen minutes in, you know, yeah. and I but, never but, guessed the twist. But, you, but yeah. the way she played, it, doesn't it, make it, it seems like the way they portrayed it was that um, at the end is when she realizes or she rem- quote unquote remembers that she was she's actually the doppelganger. Yeah. But 
the way her actions are in the beginning, right. you, it, if, I feel like they they started out okay. Let's make sure let, let's have it set up where she knows that she's a doppelganger, yeah, right. and let's set these scenes up. And then they st- decided, oh no no no, let's not do that. Right. Let's reveal at the end. Right. And then they already it, shot those scenes. Right. Because the thing is, like the thing that everybody quotes about this movie is the monologue. Right, the mm-hmm. once upon a time monologue, mm-hmm. right, with a zombie. Okay, but if she were the real girl, right, she wouldn't have the first seven years of that story. Yeah, right, because she wouldn't have been born there. No, but they kept it in there, right? And it's just like, nah, see, see, that plot made no sense. And when she goes, and up unlike the- some of these other movies, you know, you do say uh, too much suspension disbelief required. Yeah, this was wait, like when she goes Ridiculous. off to kill, make sure the daughter's dead, the doppelganger daughter. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Classic horror. And thing. then, but then you Classic realize, horror. oh, maybe she's trying to kill her off because of the fact that she needed to make sure all the witnesses are dead. Yeah. But then they portray it as she just finds out that she's the doppelganger. It's like, well, then why did you risk your whole family's life to go make sure that this girl was dead? I it just, did lead. It did lead to the best line of the movie, though, where they're like debating about who killed who. Yeah, yeah. The guy's like, uh, I killed I killed the yeah. twins. No, you didn't. I just killed the second one. Well, I killed two people. I killed myself. <laughs> and you know, so it's. <laughs> But, but the, the, it was, and it was weird too because there's this one really funny dialogue bit, yeah. and the rest of the, the movie of is like kind of over the top, serious, or like family stuff at the beginning. So they have oh, interesting. They have to escape right now. Right, they're in a hurry, and the stupid daughter sits in the driver's seat because she's been saying how she wants to drive. Yeah, they need to escape like right now. So they're arguing. She's like, about no, it. I'm going to drive. <laughs> well, I killed two people. Well, I killed one person. And it's like, so how, how lack of control of your kids do you have that you can't grab her by the hair, her nappy hair, pull her out of the driver's seat. <laughs> when zombies are after you. Yes. When zombies when are after, after you, you, mind you. <laughs> and they're taking the time to argue who killed more people. And I'm like, oh my God, this is why I hate kids in movies. Because they write them so dumb. And it, it, I feel like it's a vindictive thing. Like, my kids are so annoying. I need to share my kids' like annoyance with the rest of the world. And because honestly, in this situation, no kid in their right mind, no person in their right mind that doesn't know how to drive is going to drive away when they know they have to go right now. Because there's a family of killers after. Oh, and they just found out. They just found out that everyone's doppelganger is out in the world killing them. Killing oh, people. my gosh. They just found well, this see, out. That wasn't clear if it was just the area or the whole. No, I guess it was the whole world. Well, okay, they watch TV. Even if they, right? Yeah, but even if it was just the local. area. Even if it was just the area, but they did watch TV and the news was on uh, reporting from all different places. But even if it was just the area, you just realize there's more than the killers that we just killed. It, it was another thing, Rachel, where basically, you know, it's the Jordan Peele thing. It's the sorry to, to bother you thing, right? Where the plot's going this way and then they throw you a twist, yeah. right? And then they throw you another one. Uh-huh. So they think it's just their family. You know, that, that's got the doppelgangers that are evil and want to kill them, right? But then they figure out it's the neighbors, and then they turn on the TV, and then it's everywhere. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Uh, okay. You know, this kind of zombie stuff, yeah. right? Kind of Walking Dead. These people wouldn't have lasted five minutes oh, in The Walking Jesus. Dead, by the way. Uh, you know, no, these are the people that would have died from friendly knifing during <laughs> The Walking Dead. Oh, my God. It's like, oh, I thought there were zombies. They're not. Oh, well. Oh, the, I guess oops. that would happen. Oops. Yeah, so no, I, I just did not think this was a great film. There, there was a time, if you do decide like, to watch it, there I, was I a time where no. I got so annoyed that it superseded any uh, horror aspect of the movie. Like, because yeah. the kids were so annoying. They were so yeah. annoying. But, that, I mean, the scenes with the doppelganger, when they first meet, yeah, that, I didn't, that was hard to watch. Like, when they first met, 
and the way that they were like coming down into the house, the way yeah. it was like an there army. Some, like that's what's in the trailer. That's what freaked me out. Yeah, yeah there were there were cool. some great bits. That thing is framed excellently. Yeah. What a great shot! What a great sense of suspense he builds up. He goes outside and comes back in a couple of times, gets a bat and stuff. I wanted yeah. him to get beat up so badly. Well, he did. Jesus, he didn't. He didn't give you enough, man. Just, no, I, I want him to get beat up so badly that he got knocked out and he would just stay there. <laughs> You mean no, die. shut up. No, Not die, there. but just stay there. <laughs> yeah. and then Put the, him in a coma for the And then the boat the scene, I was like, oh, yes, oh, finally, Jesus. we're going to get rid of the husband. And the boat. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> One of these annoying Disney family contrivances. This has been the MacGuffin Report with Rachel Wong, Oz Davis, Walter Hall. Produced by Inclusive Media.